The following program is sponsored by Protecting Your Retirement. Good afternoon, Kansas City. Welcome to Protecting Your Retirement. I am Joy Peterson along with Don Wales, and we're here every weekend to help you navigate a successful retirement journey. Don, how you doing? I'm doing good, and I just realized that very soon we will have been on the air for 16 years. 16 years. And, you know, I think that's some staying power. I think so. We have some other evidence of that, too. We've been in the same office building for 23. Yeah. You know, during that time, a lot of of our peers, or maybe even they consider themselves competitors, come and go. Mm -hmm. Some of them have, for ages maybe, counted on doing free lunch or free dinner seminars for people, sending out invitations that look like a wedding invitation, and gathering up a group of people for what I call group therapy in a restaurant or whatever, and trying to sell financial products. Usually one size fits all, but during the uh, COVID, the lockdowns, the mandates, some of them still around in mm-hmm. communities well, where you have to... Well, and the uncertainty, people and the not uncertainty. wanting to get sick. Yeah, no. and that has, I know it's really seriously impacted those people's marketing efforts. Mm-hmm. It's just not our, our thing. I don't mind speaking in front of a group. I've introduced many, many famous people when I was on forum committees at two universities. Mm-hmm. So uh, I might know a thing or two about introducing famous people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joy does too. Every week she introduces me. Well that but too, anyway. yes. <laughs> but because I used to I used to work in country radio and we did concerts mm-hmm. and stuff all over Kansas City and when the big names came to town they'd stop in and say hi or whatever. And you know mm-hmm. one of the funniest things about that? Mm-hmm. Our office building used to be off of Belinder and like uh, just a little bit off of state line road okay right and we would take these big time artists and say hey mm. we're going to take you out to lunch and you know where we'd go right. joe's joe's yeah we go to joe's and they're like oh did we need gas or something I'm like no <laughs> this is where we're having lunch and they're like you're you're taking us to lunch <laughs> at a, a gas, gas station, station. <laughs> but every time yeah. they're like man that's some of the best barbecue we've ever had but mm-hmm. anyway yeah. um you know you were talking about the uncertainty and yeah. i I see that and I feel that coming from not only the people that we work with, the families Mm. that we deal with, but just people in general. There's a lot of uncertainty going on in the world right now. And I know that it affected some of our peers a lot more than us because we've been on the radio for 16 years. Mm -hmm. And that's our primary way of connecting with new people. And so we didn't have to shut down our marketing efforts. And uh, now we see people cranking up their radio presence. But you know, welcome aboard. We've been mm-hmm. here. We know what to do. But but that's one it, of the things. When there's uncertainty, you want to head towards things that are stable. Right. And it, the fact that you've been doing this for, well, you started... 1988. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we've been doing the radio show for that long. It shows that we have staying power and there's some stability there. Oh, yeah. We appreciate it. We appreciate all the, the good compliments. Yeah, we're talking about volatility and turmoil and I'm going to discuss a few items, actually about four of them. One is the war Mm -hmm. in Europe. The other is inflation. I think that's all over. Energy cost and higher interest rates. And the energy cost will kind of blend into my uh, monologue as far as the war problem. What does history show us? Market focus right now is a lot of volatility. I mean, even within a day, you can see the Dow down 600 and end up up today by 40 points or mm-hmm. something like that, $40. 
but in historically, wars usually shock the markets, the stock markets, but the markets usually recover pretty quickly afterwards, or even during when the fighting is still going on. It seems like once it's sorted out as to who is participating and what their geopolitical situation is, it could lead to a return to uh, stability, okay? So we've got a list of every war and every major shock that's affected the stock market going back to 1920s, I believe, things like 9-11. Usually it is a fairly quick recovery, not a a V-shaped recovery, but fairly quick. I see this war that's going on now in between Russia and Ukraine, I see it possibly very, very different. All wars with significant actors, and there's probably no one more significant than, than Russia, hurt economies, and sometimes it hurt the economies globally. This one may be very different, and here's why, and this is my thought. I've read a lot of articles in the financial press, as well as internet and and news. The USA is not involved with troops on the ground. Our involvement is with financial weaponry, and that could, we don't know, that could backfire in ways not experienced before. Now, what do you mean by financial? Financial weaponry, Mm -hmm. freezing assets, freezing access to banks or international ways of trading money, trading currencies one for another, punishing leaders of countries and their very wealthy individual friends who prop them up and keep them in power. Those are financial weaponry. And we don't and know what the long-term effect of some of those we, things will be. It's never, it's never happened like that a before. A war has always had some uh, financial consequences or, or usually a financial reason for its starting. And that can backfire in ways that we've never experienced and we haven't, haven't had the result of. Bad actors and tyrants who control energy can make us hurt. The key here is those who can sell energy are in control. There's a lot of skirmishes, wars in the Middle East and in other places that that point that out. I think that if we're looking at what can lead to more long-term turmoil and volatility in the markets, war is one of them. Usually, once it's over, there's a, a fairly short recovery time, but we haven't had a situation where the right side, I'm going to say the United States and Western Europe's response is primarily financial against Russia. So we don't know if, you know, any weapon can backfire. Well, another thing that's totally different with what's going on right now are like cyber attacks and cybersecurity, things like that. And several weeks ago, we did a show about the knowns, the, the known unknowns and the unknown unknowns, and we're in a phase of unknown unknowns. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The second thing that's, I think it started off under volatility now. I think it started off as, hey, it's with us and we're going to experience for a while, and that is inflation. Financially, I see this as the biggest threat to a comfortable present and an even bigger threat to a comfortable retirement. Inflation lasts longer than a war, and prices once raised are reluctant to come down. Let us say that I'm a manufacturer 
or a assembler of products that I sell or even services that you know we would sell. And inflation comes along, my cost of parts, my cost of labor, my cost of factory all goes up. So what do I have to do? I have to raise my prices. A certain amount of people are either required to or inclined to still buy whatever it is I'm selling, even though it's at a higher price. So let us say that the inflation starts to taper off. Energy costs go down. Maybe uh, rents on physical facilities go down. Maybe the individual components go down. Will I immediately reduce my prices down to where they were? Probably not. Well, and most things don't. Right. There's some things that fluctuate, the price of gas, the price of milk, the price of eggs, and things like that. But some of the harder items, I guess, you know, Mm. that, that aren't directly related to some kind of market, just because the price of them go down doesn't mean they're going to go down. You know, once they've got that price, they're going to keep that once price. Once the seller has that yeah. price, they're going to keep it. Yeah. You know, I have friends who rent. They do not own their own homes. They're always complaining about every year or whenever the lease comes up that the apartment complexes raise their rent to what they call market rate rent. They go and do a survey of all the other complexes, probably owned and managed by the same exact companies. But anyway, do a survey and they say, oh, Market rate or market value rent is now this, so we're going to hike your rent a little bit. I have never, ever heard anyone say the rent went down. Yeah. Now. That's what I'm saying. We're thinking that in commercial properties, storefronts, office buildings in particular, there may be some rent coming down Mm -hmm. because of what has happened with the pandemic, people working from home, and some of them just really like working from home. And the companies think we're paying for all of this space that we don't really need. Mm -hmm. And so that might uh, We can move into a smaller space or not even have a storefront Mm -hmm. because we can do it all online. Right. I saw an article that said, yes, businesses are coming back after the pandemic, but not in bigger cities. Right. I don't know where we fit in the big... I know where our... Media market ranks. We're a media market, so I don't know what that means for Kansas City, but it was just interesting that, you know, as things are coming back, it may not look the same. Right. So inflation, as I say, is going to last longer. There are very few ways to fight it other than printing money, which causes another big problem. So we're going to say that wars, usually when they're over, of course, they're never over for the people that lost their property, their lives, or their families, mm-hmm. or the, uh, the trauma that the uh, troops go through. But as far as market rebounds, they're usually over and not in the real long term. Inflation is a uh, longer lasting. We'll get into the higher interest rates and a little bit more on energy mm-hmm. when we come back from our break. Our phone number is 913-648-2700, our website, protectingyourretirement.com. And you know we're eventually going to get to it. How does all of this relate to planning for your retirement? We'll show you that and tell you about it coming up here in just a little bit on Protecting Your Retirement. Do you have income guaranteed for the rest of your life? Don't stop work without it. Call Protecting Your Retirement today, 913-648-2700. Check us out on Facebook and at protectingyourretirement.com. If you're not driving, look deeply into a mirror. 
and imagine what you will look like at age 100. <laughs> oh, my. Well, it's not really important how you'll look. The important thing is, how will your money look? The money you set aside for retirement, how will it look? Or will Piggy be a little on the thin side? Do you have enough money after retirement to live for 30 or more years? Sounds like you need a retirement income strategy. May I suggest protecting your retirement? Don Wells will provide a guaranteed retirement income strategy, which incorporates insurance and annuity options to create opportunities for long-term growth as well as guarantee income throughout your retirement. Think about that for a moment. Income throughout your retirement. Call Protecting Your Retirement at 913-648-2700 online at protectingyourretirement.com. Thank you for making protecting your retirement a part of your weekend. I am Joy Peterson along with Don Wales and our phone number is 913-648-2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. A lot of people are at least curious about what's going to happen when interest rates go up. We get people calling in going, hey, what if I do this and then the interest rates go up? Or do you think the interest rates are going to go up? And there's a lot of questions about it. Yeah, a lot of conversation. Mm -hmm. And yes, I believe interest rates are going up. We've seen really small incremental increases in the amount that our insurance companies are paying on multi-year guarantee annuities. Yeah. And we also have seen for the longer term annuities, some of the caps and participation rates in the indexed annuities wiggling up a little bit. Which is which good is news. Okay. Yeah, that's good news yeah. for people who are trying to save. But you and I were talking about it that with the interest rates starting to increase up, it's going to hit borrowers first oh, and sure. savers at a slower rate. Right. High interest rates, they're wonderful if you're living on interest. When I was growing up, my family didn't have any money in the bank. Parts of the family did. One uncle used to say that he had retired and they're living on their interest. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that interest was more than 0.05%, though. Yeah, I think it was in the <laughs> 6 or 7 range right. of remembering where I was in life when he told me that. It's wonderful if you're living on your interest. That is not where the majority of people in the world live. Many people are living on borrowed money in order to live. High interest can massacre the housing and the auto industries and almost every facet of consumer spending. If your mortgage or rent, and rent is tied to mortgage interest, if your mortgage and rent are too high, then you can't spend elsewhere. You don't have as much disposable income or voluntary uh, spending mm -hmm. income. So if the mortgage or the rent are too high, you can't spend elsewhere. People stop shopping for goods. They might not replace vehicles as quickly. They might not do additions or remodeling as quickly. But when it gets too high, they may also stop or curtail their savings for retirement. That is something that should be the last item that you pull back on. And it might not be possible. That's what I was going to say. If you're living paycheck to paycheck and it's all going towards your rent and food and your utilities and there's nothing left over, it makes it extremely hard to save. The 
long-term effect of inflation or high interest rates, we're talking about high interest rates right now, could be that if you are stretched enough that you cannot fully fund your retirement plan, that high interest rate is going to hurt you in the long term because of what you were not able to do now. In the long term, if you curtail that retirement savings, when the high interest rates become low interest rates, not only are you going to get hurt because you didn't save during the times when interest rates were high, you're going to get hurt because your money is not going to, in the traditional investments you think about, create enough income. So high interest rates next to inflation, very, very harmful, not only to you now, but perhaps for the rest of your life. And Don, isn't it when the interest rates start going up, if you have bonds, your yeah. value starts to go down, right? Right. The bonds that you're presently holding when interest rates go up will devalue in the amount that you can sell them for, you know, if that's what you're interested in doing. So, so people who maybe are worried about the market and have moved to a bond portfolio because that's quote unquote safe? Bonds are probably safer than stocks, but that again depends on who issued the bond. Mm -hmm. Is it an investment grade bond, a government or municipal bond, or is uh, the bondholder loaning money to a company that's brand new, has never had a profit, or even old companies have never had a profit, but they seem to keep attracting attention and getting either individuals or our federal government buying their bonds, mm -hmm. loaning them money. So what we want to transition to is what is protecting your retirement's role in all of this? What can we do for you? Number one, I encourage everybody, pray for Ukraine. I agree. Their citizens are the innocents. And I heard someone on Mark Levin's show a night or two ago saying that every missile that is launched, every rifle shot, every drone attack, tank firing, can be thought of to be aimed at a child a woman, child, an innocent person in the neighborhood or even in their apartment house. So you need to pray for the safety of Ukraine. They didn't start the war. They are the innocents. Now, if the market volatility that we're experiencing right now disturbs you, kind of nervous about it, give us a call to protecting your retirement. At the end of every segment, we give our phone number and our website. Well, we can do it right now. 913-648-2700. And our website is protectingyourretirement.com. We do not fear manga. We don't make predictions about what the market will do. And we don't make assumptions based on history. When I was talking about war, this one is different. So we're not chicken little, the sky is falling. We do have solutions that guarantee growth, guarantee lifetime income, despite turmoil. The things that we recommend you do with your money to have a successful retirement journey or a successful legacy for your beneficiaries, what we recommend comes under three R's, reserves, rated, and regulated. And we are talking about insurance products such as annuities, life insurance, or long-term care insurance. Let's talk a little bit about those reserve. If you purchase an annuity product, a fixed annuity, the insurance company is required to hold your money in reserve so that when you call for your money, it's there to give back to you because, heck, it's your money. They reserve it by having it in usually long-term investment-grade bonds in the top two tiers of investment-grade or treasuries. A fixed annuity is issued to you with no medical underwriting. 
all of them pretty much have a full value death benefit if the owner passes away. All of the money is going to your beneficiaries, all but what you've already used of it. They don't know when you're going to stop living. They don't know when you're going to come back and say, hey, I want to close out my annuity. They don't know whether or not you will ever turn on your guaranteed lifetime income stream of the annuity or if you're going to take money out over a period of time that is uh, expected to be shorter than your lifetime. You have a temporary need for uh, money. So the money is on reserve. The insurance company and us as uh, independent insurance agents are regulated by the states. We have some federal regulation. We really prefer the state side. They are regulated. They are required by the individual states to keep certain amounts in reserve for any contingency. Life insurance companies seem to know exactly how much reserve they need every year for people dying because they have actuarial statistics that go back, you know, hundreds of years. They know how many 40-year-olds will uh, pass away and how many 80-year-olds every day. All they're required to do is have that much in reserve. But that is all regulated by the states. We're regulated. We have to have insurance licenses to sell. We have to have continuing education. We have to have product-specific training that we can prove that we know about the products we're recommending to you. And believe me, those products come out constantly. We see something new or or a change to a product every single day. And if we're interested in it and we think it might fit into our clientele mix, we're going to make sure we get the product-specific training done right away. So we're regulated as insurance agents. We can be censured. We can have our licenses pulled. We can have a fine or other type of administrative actions taken against us. We're also regulated somewhat by the uh, Federal Department of Labor when we're dealing with money that might have come out of an ERISA-type program and is going into insurance products. That's kind of called a uh, fiduciary or best interest of the client regulation. The third R is rated. How do you know if the company has the right amount of reserves or if they're in good standing with the regulators? Our companies, a lot of them operate in 48 to 50 states. It would be a really big task for you to contact every state and say, hey, how's certain company doing? So there are independent credit rating agencies, AM Best, Standard & Poor's, Moody's, and Fitch. There might be some others that I don't know about. But they assign a rating, a letter grade or a number grade, to every single insurance company. And it is based on their ability now and in the future to keep the guaranteed promises they've made as far as the safety of your money and their ability to uh, pay it back to you in terms of a guaranteed lifetime income. And like you said, these are independent rating companies. They're not paid by the insurance companies, and there's several of them. So, you know, if you find a company that has four different A ratings, that means four different companies looked at them and said, hey, this is a good company. Right. Usually we do see a fairly close rating among the companies One of the companies looks more at the uh, makeup of the bond portfolio that the insurance company holds. Others look at everything from consumer service to their debt ratios. They take a deep dive into their finances. Mm -hmm. An insurance company is required to disclose absolutely everything about their finances. Last week, I read a list of forward-thinking terms, 
and it was from a stock report, annual stock report, of an insurance company, and they had 38 terms that they have to, single word or two word terms, they have to be very careful using when they're communicating to the SEC or more importantly to the general public who might buy stock in that company. So the three R's, reserve, regulated, rated, we only use insurance companies with very high ratings. And we also do look at what they hold in their reserve because I just have a kind of a unique interest in that because some of the companies that I recommend are extremely high in the very top two levels of uh, investment grade securities or bonds. Well, we started off the program talking about these uncertainties, you know, turmoil, wars, inflation, interest costs. We don't know how any of those things are going to end up in the long term. But if you have a stable foundation, then it really doesn't matter because you know that, hey, my retirement money that I need to survive mm-hmm. on is secure, safe, and sufficient, then that that's kind of the building block for a whole retirement journey right there. Right. And it's a journey that you should be on now and you should stay on and don't let the volatility that's coming down now or the inflation seriously impact what you're putting away for your retirement. Our phone number is 913-648-2700. Our website, protectingyourretirement.com. Welcome back to Protecting Your Retirement. I am Joy Peterson along with Don Wales, and our phone number is 913-648-2700, our website, protectingyourretirement.com. And we'll remind you that if you have questions about something you hear on the program or if you want to make an appointment, please reach out to us. We're always happy to answer any questions you might have, and we do not charge any fees for you to come in and speak with us. We don't we don't set the timer when you walk through the door and give you a bill at the end of it. Yeah, I used to go to an attorney. He'd be sitting on one side of a desk and, you know, me as his customer or whatever on the other side. We'd sit down and have a real quick chat about how are you and, you know, whatever. And then I'd see him reach under the desk, click something, you know. And I'm thinking, I wonder if that's remotely connected to the legal secretary or someone over there who's getting ready to send a bill for the hourly charge. Very well And I'd tease him about it, you know, because he'd say, hey, I saw you uh, drive up in so-and-so, you know, and want to, you know, talk about the car or truck that I like. And I'd say, hey, why don't you turn off that clock for a minute? I'll tell you all about it. We can even go for a spin. (laughs) Right? I can't tell you how many times we've had people in here, and we're just chatting. We want to get to know the people that we work with. Gosh, yesterday we spent, what, two-thirds of the time with one of our favorite clients. Yeah. Just talking about stuff. Just talking about stuff, you know, and catching up. politics, catching up. I try to stay away from the politics side of it, but (laughs) that's just the thing. We want to help you have that successful retirement journey. And part of that is getting to know what your wants and needs are in your retirement. What are your goals? How do you see yourself? Do you want to spend more time with your grandchildren? Do you want to live a little bit more frugally so that you can have a bigger legacy? Or are you one of those people who's like, hey, we're spending all of our inheritance now? And whatever your situation, your plan for your retirement should be custom fitted to you. Right. And that's what we do. The worksheets all kind of have the margins and stuff in the same place. 
But the labels across the top of the columns, they're custom. Yeah. And the money in them is certainly customized. Coming up in a little bit, we're going to talk about five things that every retirement plan should have. But let's talk about annuities for right now. If you listen to this show more than once, you know that we promote, recommend fixed annuities, Mm -hmm. never variable annuities, but fixed annuities. Anything from the plain vanilla, we call MIGA, multi-year guarantee annuity, looks just like a CD only. It's not FDIC. It's insured by better places like insurance companies. They just pay you a guaranteed rate of interest for guaranteed number of years. At the end of that time, do what you want with it, renew it, move it to another one that is now offering a higher interest rate or whatever. It's totally up to you. And it's all tax deferred. You don't pay any tax on it until you take the money out. I've got to tell you about this. I don't even think I I shared this with you. It was a phone call I got earlier this week, and it was somebody saying, hey, we opened up one of those uh, annuities, the multi-year guarantee annuities. We didn't get a 1099. When does that come? I want to do my taxes. I didn't get my 1099. It's not going to come until you take money out of that annuity. Exactly, which makes that's another plus over a CD. I hope people aren't waiting for those if they haven't taken money out of their annuities mm-hmm. and going to file extensions on their taxes and all that. But you're not going to get 1099 if you didn't take money out. Everything that we do, obviously, the financial products or choices we recommend are insured. They're issued by insurance companies. At Protecting Your Retirement, we don't just like annuities, fixed annuities. We love fixed annuities and fixed indexed annuities. In a minute, we're going to tell you why in detail, but we actually own some ourselves. I have four of them in the fixed indexed annuity realm. Here's what I want you to do. This is going to take a little courage maybe on your part, unless you're really kind of a type A or maybe you grew up where I did. Ask your financial advisor if you have one, your registered investment advisor or your broker, how many fixed annuities They own themselves. Now, it's a simple question. Hey, I'm thinking about fixed annuities. How many of them do you own yourself personally? If maybe they hesitate, don't let them off the hook. Just say, hey, I really want to know. I'm I'm interested in these. I want to know more about them. How many do you own? Don't let them dodge the question. Pin them down. Now, why? If a financial advisor who supposedly knows about all the financial choices, many more than we probably do, does not have any of their own retirement in fixed annuities, then how are they going to handle financing their own retirement in respect to having guaranteed lifetime income? They cannot. There are no other financial choices. How would they know when they've stacked up enough of the fee money that you've paid them over decades to be able to last the rest of their life. They don't know, but if they're using fixed annuities for themselves and for their clients, they can have the certainty of a guaranteed lifetime income. Obviously, the more money, the more the income, but they have the certainty it's not going away. Thinking about that, guaranteed lifetime income, Joy found another article. She looks for these all the time. She gets excited when she finds another yeah, one. Yeah, actually, so I I'm saw gonna this. Take, I'm going to take a little break, and then we're going to talk about how fixed index annuities act in times of turmoil. Okay. It, it goes along that lifetime income part of it and that we never know our end date. 
You know, that's kind of right. that open end of the equation that you don't have an answer to. I was watching KCTV5, okay. all right? And there was a story about Gertrude Stern. Gertrude Stern lives in Overland Park, and she is now officially the oldest resident of the state of Kansas at 112 years old. She was just so sweet on the little video they had of her. They asked her, so how did you make it to 112? And she looked right at him and says, I have no idea. (laughs) But she added, God was just good to me. But she still is very active in her community there at the the retirement home that she lives at, assisted living facility she lives at. She tries to stay healthy, but she loves her chocolate. So... <laughs> Maybe but, that's it. But who knows? I mean, they, they didn't ask in the in the interview with her what age were you when you retired? Maybe she uh, didn't have a career. I don't that's know. That's possible. Yeah. But let's let's just say that mm. she retired at sixty five, which a lot of people retire at sixty five. Wow, <laughs> forty seven years ago. Yeah. So that's a long time Mm -hmm. of having to have some kind of income to come in to pay your Mm -hmm. bills because you you still got to be able to live and survive Mm -hmm. even at 112. And the great thing about having an annuity that can guarantee a lifetime income Mm -hmm. is that let's say she turned it on when she was 65, they'd still be sending her checks at 112. Now, I will say there was no talk whatsoever in this program about annuities or finances or anything like that. That wasn't the important part of it. But I bet you, and just from her statement of, I have no idea how I got to 112, she probably never saw herself living that long. Right. And, you know, just the clues that you, I watched a short video. Uh-huh. Joy had it on her computer. It was uh, taken in an assisted living facility where she lives. Uh-huh. In the background, the furnishings, the decor of that facility, she's not living cheaply. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a nice and, place, it looked like. Uh, it's in Overland Park, and I can, I can almost guess at the name of the place. So, anyhow, she's living uh, as good a life as she can. They had they only had one candle on the birthday cake. Well, I, she blew I, it, think blew the, it out I think the 112 <laughs> candles would be a fire hazard. <laughs> yeah. You know, those little uh, things on the. Uh, on the ceiling and start raining down Exactly. On you. <laughs> but the point being is that we don't know what the end date is. So how do you plan for something that's unknown? And that's by having guarantees, guaranteed right. income. Mm-hmm. In particular, during times of turmoil or market misbehavior, war, a fixed index annuity, those are the ones where you have a deposit of money or maybe a feed of money over time. And then when the market indexes that you select to track are positive, they move upward, you get interest credited to your annuity contract. It grows in value. It never goes backward. You never lose what you have put in or what it has already grown, okay? Fixed index annuity, most popular type we have, been around since 1995. How can it help in times of turmoil? Number one, there's no stock market loss. So, you know, when the war drums start sounding or there's a pandemic loose around the world or there's natural disasters or economic turmoil, your value of your fixed index annuity will not go down, even though the market indexes that you're tracking may go down. You don't lose money. There's a feature in these fixed index annuities, and, you know, a lot of times, I don't know why, but I forget to talk about it with people. 
and it's called annual reset. When you're earning interest in a fixed index annuity, it means that at day one of the annuity, your market index, let's say it's the S&P 500, was at a certain level. One year later, it was at a higher level. So you get part of that increase posted to your account. If the index went down, you don't get anything posted, but you don't lose any money. But here's the annual reset feature, and this will save you a bacon, and I know it from personal experience. Annual reset says, at the beginning of the following year of your annuity contract, we credit you with where the market indexes you are tracking ended up. So if they were down on your anniversary date, your baseline for the next year is where the index landed, but you didn't lose any money. People that were in the stock market at risk, they lose money. Others lose, you don't. Others have to recover before they can be happy about anything and grow their assets. They have to recover from the loss. They have to recover first before they grow. You do not have to recover. If there's no loss, you don't have to recover from anything. You just enjoy the growth curve. When I say, believe me, it works, it works very well. Hey, Don, we're going to have to take a small little break here. But when we come back, I want you to talk a little bit about that annual reset because we've been seeing some people in the last couple of years who've benefited from that. And I know you've got a personal story about it as well. Our phone number is 913-648-2700, our website, protectingyourretirement.com. If you're not driving, look deeply into a mirror and imagine what you will look like at age 100. (laughs) Oh, my. Well, it's not really important how you'll look. The important thing is, how will your money look? The money you set aside for retirement, how will it look? Or will Piggy be a little on the thin side? Do you have enough money after retirement to live for 30 or more years? Sounds like you need a retirement income strategy. May I suggest protecting your retirement? Don Wells will provide a guaranteed retirement income strategy, which incorporates insurance and annuity options to create opportunities for long-term growth as well as guarantee income throughout your retirement. Think about that for a moment. Income throughout your retirement. Call Protecting Your Retirement at 913-648-2700 online at protectingyourretirement.com. Do you have income guaranteed for the rest of your life? Don't stop work without it. Call Protecting Your Retirement today, 913-648-2700. Check us out on Facebook and at protectingyourretirement.com. This is Protecting Your Retirement. I am Joy Peterson along with Don Wales, and our phone number is 913-648-2700, our website, protectingyourretirement.com. Don, before we get into the five points that every retirement plan should have, I want you to focus a little bit more on that annual reset because we've seen that with our clients just in the last couple of years, and I know you personally have experience with it as well. Yeah, my personal experience is that In 2007, I put money, SEP IRA, SEP IRA money, into an annuity contract with Allianz Life. I decided I would track the S&P 500 index on an annual point-to-point basis with some of the money actually tracking it monthly point-to-point. 2007 was okay. I think I went into that annuity contract in early in the year in January. 
the S&P 500 when I went in or sometime during that year was at about 1,400 points. Then 2008 came along, and that downturn started at the end of 2007. The index went down to about 840 or 860 points. For 2007, it had already started going down below what it was when I went in and started tracking the index. 2007, I made zero interest in that fixed index annuity. In 2008, (laughs) it was a disaster, and I made zero in that fixed index annuity, but I never lost a penny of what I put in. 2009, the first quarter was still looking a little bit crummy, but the rest of the year kind of started a a very sharp recovery. My annual report for the 2009 year, I earned 23.6% interest on that annuity because my baseline had been set where the market landed its downslope and my finish line was the current level of the S&P 500. 23.6%, that felt pretty good. Even if I divided by the two years, it was uh, almost 12, Mm -hmm. okay? Joy is talking about some of our uh, client experiences. We have had this year or late last year, several clients, matter of fact, dozens of them, come in for annual reviews. And when the pandemic first started really bothering us at the beginning of 2020, 2020, the people in March, April, and May, that 2020 annual review looked kind of sad. I mean, they didn't lose anything. So that's a good thing. That's a happy note. But but, the indexes indexes stopped. Mm -hmm. They were down. And those indexes being down set the starting point for what's going to happen with those contracts in 2021. Mm -hmm. What we've seen is most of them have double-digit increases more than 10% on uh, 2021. And here we are again in 2022, and there's all this turmoil going on in the market, and it's been up and it's been down, and we've seen people who've had February anniversaries that didn't look so hot either, but we remind them that if by next year that starts to go up again, they're going to be part of that gain. Right. People say, well, don't pull your money out of the market and go to cash, you'll miss out on the upside. I say if you are nervous about the volatility, you'd feel better in a safe financial choice, such as a fixed annuity, by all means pull it out of market because you're still going to enjoy some of the upside and not suffer any of the downside. The upside will be somewhat limited by the annuity contract, but there are still opportunities to make some very good share of the gains in the market indexes with complete safety. That said, none of these products are designed to beat the market. They are designed to pay better interest than a bank or a credit union or a treasury. They are designed to perform better than the bond market, and they are safe. And they are the only product that is safe and can also guarantee you a lifetime income. Mm -hmm. So I read 14 different financial advisors' comments yesterday about what they were telling their clients. Stay the course. Stay in. Some stuff is cheap now. Go ahead and buy it because, you know, you're, you're going to make big more, gains. Yeah. It was all stay in the market, buy more, shift things around in the market. If you're not comfortable with that, we are the solution for you protecting your retirement. Hundreds and hundreds of clients that are active, none of them have ever lost one single penny from a fixed annuity contract. Not a penny. 
most of them come to us after they have lost significant pennies, dollars, tens, hundreds of thousands, because they suffered from market turmoil and market misbehavior. Uh, and we don't want to see that happen to anybody, no. you know, and, and it's just a matter of your comfort level. If you're not comfortable with having all of your money at market risk, then take a portion of it and move it into a safe choice that still gives you a possibility of gain. It gives you protection. It gives you a chance for a lifetime income. And we're going to move into that now because every retirement plan, when you're looking at how do you have that successful retirement journey, should have five different points. And one of the first ones, matter of fact, number one on the list, always number one, always number one, get an income plan. That is get a list of the things that are guaranteed to you when it comes to your income, whether that's social security, some people still have pension options available and annuities. Right. And really, those are the only three things that we would consider in the guaranteed realm. Some people bring up, well, I have bonds or municipal bonds or uh, I have a really good portfolio and the person managing it for me has just done very well. It's grown over the years, but it cannot be converted other than through the use of fixed annuities into a guaranteed lifetime income. Mm -hmm. Whatever your portfolio is worth is not worth anything, really, if it cannot be converted into guaranteed income. If you need income, if you don't, you want to keep you know, following the market with a portfolio for the benefit or lack of benefit for your heirs beneficiaries, you know, that's okay. But the money that you have saved for your retirement, can it last until you're 112? Sure it can. It can. 120. If, yeah, it can if you have guaranteed income, but if you don't and you're just drawing out a portion, how do you figure out, well, what do I need to take out now because I might live for another 30, 40 years? Right. Also, another step is to list what retirement savings, retirement accounts that you have, like traditional IRAs, 401s, Roth IRA. Make a list of what you have and remember the accounts that are still with your former employers. People forget about that. I had a, a situation once when I was preparing taxes for some clients and the guy retired from a, a well-known company and they had benefits galore. I mean, any new benefit that came around, they did. They might have invented one or two of them. We're going over all of these uh, annual statements and 1099Rs and he said, now, this 1099, it was uh, $69,000. He said, that one, I think, was included in this other one that he'd already shown me with a lot more money. I said, well, why is it included in the other one? Neither one of Mark corrected. He says, well, I just think that's part of the other plan. It sounds similar. And so I looked at the two 1099Rs, both from the same company, but they had different company federal ID numbers on them, which means it was a different part of the company uh, a former company or whatever. And I said, I don't think these are combined. I don't think it's a mistake. Let's call the company. We called her HR department and said, oh, no, that was a plan that was uh, frozen back when, and he probably just forgot that he mm -hmm. had it here. It was $69,000. Well, we didn't have anything close to $69,000, but a few mm -hmm. years ago, my husband got a check from a company he hadn't worked for for like 12 years. And uh -huh. we're like trying to figure out what it was, but apparently they closed out some kind of part of his pension. And so mm. they just sent him a check. <laughs> we're like, oh. And That's he's like, nice. I, I, thought, I thought we moved all that, but there was still money there. So now you I, see, when I get stuff from a company I left in 1986, 
I just kind of rip it up without opening the envelope. And Not the smart way to go. I hate those guys. I hate no. those guys. Anyway, another step to your financial plan when it comes to your retirement is maximizing your Social Security income. And this is one of those things that it's not a one-size-fits-all. Oh, no. We've had shows about this. If you want to ask some questions about it, we'd be happy to help you with it. We are not necessarily Social Security advisors or experts, but just to say, hey, I'm going to wait until I'm 70, just end a story, that's what I'm going to do, may not be in your best interest. We had a client in just recently mm -hmm. who didn't realize that because she was at full retirement age, she could collect her Social Security and still work. Right. So there's a lot of different factors that go into that. We're running out of time, so I'm going to kind of go through these a little bit quickly, but we want to make sure that we give you the information because we mm -hmm. promised that we would. You need to be exploring your tax strategies. I think this is one of the things that comes up with a 401k or IRA. A yeah. lot of people don't realize that those are fully taxable when you start taking the money out. That's mm. number one. And number two, that you are going to have required minimum distributions when you hit the age of 72. Right. So to have some kind of plan in place on how you're going to deal with the taxes of having to take out your RMDs, maybe there's some things you can do before you get to that age, including mm. Roth conversions right. that could help you in your taxes when it comes to your retirement. Always talk to a tax specialist. That is not something that we are. Right. So we would we have a CPA that we recommend and work with frequently. Another thing that you need to do is be thinking about your medical expenses. And I know that's an unknown. It's a mm -hmm. known unknown. Right. We know we're gonna have health expenses. We just don't know exactly what they will be over time. So mm -hmm. having pieces in place, including long-term care insurance may be a part of your retirement plan that you should be planning for. Also, if you have an HSA, one thing that people don't necessarily realize is that once you start Medicare, you can no longer contribute to an HSA. Right. Something to be aware of. And then mm -hmm. finally, you need to be planning for your estate. We do a lot of help with legacy planning when it comes to fixed annuities and life insurance. If you need something besides that, if you're looking at wills and trusts and setting up those type of plans, we can definitely point you in a direction of a lawyer who specializes in those things. But that's a part of your retirement plan that should not be neglected. If you wait until after you've passed away and think, oh, we'll just let the kids sort it out, you're really not doing them much of a benefit. Right. You're not doing any benefit. To anybody. And there are ways to avoid things like probate mm -hmm. by using insurance and annuities. Right. We'd be happy to talk to you about any of those things and all the things that we talked about in our program. It's always amazing how quickly an hour goes by, Don. It is really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> really, we out of an hour, we have about 50 minutes of content. Mm -hmm. And then there's station breaks and commercial and you know stuff like that. So also, uh, always stay listening to these uh, same stations because we run our commercials on them as well. And mm -hmm. that can remind you, other than on a Saturday at noon, that we're here. We're here for you pick up the phone and give us a call. Our phone number is 913-648-2700, our website, protectingyourretirement.com. As always, have a very happy, safe, and healthy week. We'll see you next time on Protecting Your Retirement. Don't